This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast, with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. By fans, for fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. It is June 22nd, 2020. I am here with my co-host, Marius Josipovic. What is going on? Oh, boy. I'm just kidding. Luke Sylvia, what's <laughs> up, buddy? I'm good. For those of you who don't know, that is uh, that is a reference to a show that Jonathan got me watching uh, called Sneaky Pete, which um, I would say the title of that show needs a retry um, because I tell people I'm watching Sneaky Pete and they write it off because they're right. like, what is what is that? What are you what are you watching like? What what is that? What kind of name is that? I, I don't know. It's it is it's not a great name. Um but regardless, yeah, I've I've got a few episodes in, but I get so sidetracked by, you know, with my time. It's like do I do I watch Sneaky Pete or do I play Warzone? And oftentimes because this is not a show I'm watching with my wife, um she said she's fine. She's good on it. So like when she's doing something or is gone, that's usually my video game time. Uh, right. So I've been having to make some crucial decisions here, you know. Well, I would say you definitely need to to get into it. Um, Brian Cranston plays a, a huge role in the show, so that's kind of what what got my wife and I into it. She had heard a few things. Um, I've been a fan of uh, Giovanni Ribisi for uh, mm. for a long time, you know, going back to the the Gone in sixty seconds days. But yeah, I'm probably like the better way through the second season right now. Did you know that after the third season, this show was canceled for some ungodly reason? No, no. And so that's terrible. Good ratings on IMDb, good ratings on Rotten Tomato, Amazon and these streaming services just kind of have this thing where like they would rather give people like new shows rather than like renew shows that they're currently working on because they're always trying to acquire new subscribers and whatnot. But yeah, Yeah, I think I'd I'd have to, I'd have to get through the third season to decide if it was worth canceling or not. Because sometimes they they cancel it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess. They couldn't have really done anything else, or they could have hurt the reputation of the show if they tried to force another season. Um, But I think Netflix should pick it up. Netflix is known for doing that. If they can't come to an agreement and they cancel it, Netflix tends to do that. They did that with uh, my favorite show as of late, which was Money Heist. And because it was aired over in, um, I think, Spain. And then after two seasons, Netflix picks it up and they do two more seasons. And it was just as good, if not better. So, um, uh, you know, just interesting. I hope Netflix does kind of try to jump on. How long ago did the show stop? I want to say like a year, maybe even more than that. I haven't looked too deeply no, so into that. It's probably in the grave at this point. Yeah, like I was just, you know, looking to see, okay, there's only three seasons. When's the fourth season coming out kind of thing? And it was like, oh, Sneaky Pete's been canceled. I'm like, okay, well, that kind of sucks. But hopefully, you know, they like tied it all together. Nope, not at all. You read comments from other people. They're like, oh, great. So now I have all these questions that are never going to get answered. And that's the thing that kind of sucks. I'm with you in kind of that same boat where if I have a really good show, I would rather it end like a little bit early. But if they actually give it an ending – Rather than it go on for you know far too long, something like The Walking Dead, which I've now completely lost interest in for like terrible. the past three seasons, right? Ter- terrible. So stuff like that, like I'm in that 
you know, group where I'm like, no, you should definitely end shows before they should end as long as you give it a good story because if you don't, usually these shows go on for way too long and it just becomes a nightmare. But no, Sneaky Pete, really one of the best shows that I've watched in a really long time. Uh, I think the way that I pitch it to you is kind of like Breaking Bad light. It's not really the same storyline, but just the the cliffhangers every single episode. They try to um, you know yeah. give you this feeling of anxiety and suspense. I feel like they're really good at that. Brian Cranston plays a big role in this show, so that probably has something to do with it as well. But yep. yeah, I'm just really enjoying um, that. If you guys haven't checked that out, you need to. You know, speaking of, and then we'll get into actual basketball basketball talk. But um, speaking of shows that got cut short, I don't know. Have you ever seen Freaks and Geeks on Netflix? Freaks and Geeks. Are we talking about like the original, like Seth Rogen, like yeah, way yeah, back yeah, yeah, in yeah. the day? Yeah, like um, James Franco. I've seen it. I haven't watched too much of it. Like Paul Rudd, all those guys. But no, I have not watched too much of it. Actually. Funny story, Martin Starr um, plays a, a role in that show. If you've ever seen a show called um, Silicon Valley, he plays um, Martin Guilfoyle. If you haven't seen that, uh, the new Spider-Man movies um, with Tom Holland, he plays uh, Peter Parker's teacher in that show. Mm-hmm. But funny fact, that guy actually went to the high school in my uh, town called River Ridge High School. And then he, I believe mm-hmm. one of his parents was a teacher at River Ridge and um, one of his parents, I think his mom is like, or used to be a professor at the community college that I went to. So a oh, little bit of trivia for you there. Small world there. But all that to say, that is one of the shows that I'm sure there's more out there. Maybe you know the answer. I don't know. But there was only one season of that show. And the show got an 8.8 on IMDb. So, and spoiler alert, it's not coming back because that was in 1999. But yeah, I was about to say, you had a pretty a star-studded cast. You, I think it was James Franco, Seth Rogen, Jason Segel, yeah. um, uh, Lindsay Cartellini, who is and now in a show on Netflix. Uh, what is it? Um, I don't know what you're I talking about. I probably probably know the face, but the name isn't ringing a bell. Yeah, um, you you'd know the face, but um, yeah. So she's in it. There's there's quite a quite a few th- quite a few people on that show that I just don't understand maybe their careers just took off and they wanted to do other things um but yeah so all that to say Jonathan I'm ready to get into basketball if you are well I wanted to say just one last thing about this whole topic that we're talking about like when I when yeah. I think of shows that just kind of went on a beat too long and this is going to be kind of a hot take for some people the office right once Steve Carell leaves yeah you should have just dusted your hands and that should have been it I mean I love the the cast and everything of that show and i will still watch every single episode but the robert california seasons i could have done without that's all i'm gonna say that is that take was burning up inside of me feel like i had to throw it out there we would be remiss if we did not mention father's day today we're recording this on sunday father's day my man luke here is set to become a father for the first time oh the girl dad shirt he's he's rocking the papa bear dad hat killing him killing him Uh killing him so uh, yeah, happy Father's Day to everybody out there. I hope you guys had a, had a good Father's Day. I had a this, great Father's Day myself. This is this is like a, a pseudo Father's Day for me because nah, the the baby's not here yet. I haven't done anything. It's still, it's um, still, man. So, but but it, you know, it's it's just kind of like, yeah, I'll take your happy Father's Day wishes, but um, next Father's Day my life will be completely different. Yeah, it'll so. it'll feel a little bit different, but you know, it's it's the thought that counts, Luke. Just let let people say what they want to say. They want to say yeah, nice yeah, things no, to you. I welcome it. 
you know, just, you know, all right. So let's talk some NBA basketball. So the last time we left you guys last week, things were, you know, kind of seemed like things were up in the air. You know, Kyrie Irving was kind of, uh, you know, expressing his feelings about, you know, not returning to Orlando. I mean, he wasn't going to be playing anyway, but really just talking about the majority of the league not returning for, you know, different um, reasons, you know, coronavirus, social injustice being huge mm-hmm. parts of that. But so this week we're going to kind of talk about some of the updates since last week. Um, Luke uh, mentioned that he listened to the the JJ Reddick podcast um, that he recently did with Bill Simmons, and it sounds like we have some reasons to be a little bit more optimistic, Luke. Yeah, it does. Um, but first, I'll start by saying, and this was very interesting to me. Kind of, you just. The reason I listened to this, I don't catch every Bill Simmons podcast episode, but because it had a player on it, specifically JJ, who I really enjoy, um, usually is a pretty good storyteller and just has things to say that, you know, obviously he's a player. He has that behind the curtain thing uh, where he can, you know, have that those stories that other people just don't have and can't offer. Um, also, but he, beloved Orlando Magic player. Like, come on. Yes. Yeah. I miss him. JJ, come back. But um, yeah, so... He was talking about how, you know, we had some younger guys and even some star players come out and say, I haven't touched a basketball in a month or whatever it was. I had to find a neighbor that had a hoop, whatever. Um, JJ pretty much said, called BS on it. He was like, not on the fact that, that they couldn't, that you know, that they haven't touched a ball in a month. He just said, I have had, I've tried four different gyms. I got denied by two, but I found two other ones that I could shoot in in Brooklyn. He said, if you have not touched a basketball in the month, it's because you didn't want to. You didn't try hard enough to. So JJ, obviously one of those guys that has just an insane work ethic. Usually pure shooters like him do. Um, guys that thrive off. Um, just to catch and shoot. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, those guys that shoot, you know, catch and shoot or off the pick and off the pick, they, you know, they, they pop out and can shoot. So, um, usually those guys do him, Ray Allen, guys like that. Jonathan who just Osborne, like, right. It, yeah. That's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting, Jonathan, because he did say, he pretty much told him like, you, you're an NBA player. You have resources. You could find a hoop, a court if you need, if you really wanted it. And so JJ had said, you know, I'm working with a guy out here in Brooklyn. And I told him the other day, um, this is, this is the best. Like, I feel like I've gotten better. I've gotten oh better boy. as a basketball player. Okay. So that so he his confidence is sky high because he's put the work Grizzlies in. Grizzlies better watch out. Right, right, right. Um. So so yeah, that was just very interesting. On um, kind of a side note there, Jonathan, that I thought was good. That's one of those things that you don't get insight into because who are we to say you know oh yeah you know they they just didn't try hard enough to find a court. But JJ's here saying no, I lived this life. You could have found a court. Um. I mean, they probably could have found a court, but I think like coronavirus just. So many things were just like completely unknown for such a long time. Like, it's 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 a hard thing to say, but I I get where he's coming from. Yeah, I'm absolutely. sure there are guys that could have, but didn't want to like badly enough to do that. But if you talk about like a guy like Giannis, like yeah, come on, Giannis is one of the hardest working guys in the league. If you just look at the evolution of his body over the past right. five years it's it's absolutely ridiculous so yeah and who knows some of these guys treated it maybe like an off season where they had a little bit of a break right um but you know regardless still pretty interesting to hear jj say that and just call all those guys out regardless of if it's true or not um but jonathan what i you know we read i read this uh, or i was listening to this podcast and he said um, so the first meeting that Kyrie Irving, we're very familiar with this. We we recorded after these meetings happened last week, and it just felt like we were kind of deflated because it, it 
it didn't seem like the season would return or like it did, but it, we were at, you were at, I think you said 70% or something like right. that, that you were sure before you were at like 90 or 95. So anyway, Kyrie has these meetings uh, via zoom and JJ Redick, not in the first one. He said that one was on a Tuesday night, had about 50 people in it. Then they fast forward to Friday night. He's in that meeting. He's given the notes for, from this first meeting. So that he's prepared for, for that meeting of what they would talk about. But um, all that to say, he wasn't very confident that the season was gonna that the season was gonna return um, after the first meeting happened because he just kind of was in the dark, right? He gets notes, even still, kind of Things is like get uh, dramatized after the fact, you know? What yeah, I mean? and then he said, but after Friday's meeting that he was a part of, he could confidently say he's optimistic the season is going to return. So I think we're back, Jonathan. I think. I think we're back to to where we were like two, three weeks ago. Well, my thing is like right now, like just put, put put pen to paper. You know what I mean? We still don't have any idea what like the regular season or the end of the regular season schedule is going to look like. You know, we we're all like, all right, well, you know, they're getting closer to talks. We heard, you know, the, the June 31st thing and then it got moved to, to June 30th or um July 30th. I'm sorry. First, it was July 31st. I wish it was June 30th. Yeah, I was about to say, man, we're getting close. But then I had to <laughs> had to hit the double take. Wait, wait a second here. Um, but yeah, so that got pushed up a little bit. And then we're like, okay, the NBA is coming back. And then it was like, wait a second. We haven't actually agreed to this. We right. just agreed that we're going to discuss it further. So what I'm really waiting for is that Woj, ding, ding, the tweet notification yep. to come through that, uh, you know, the NBA and the Players Association have agreed to terms to return to Orlando. Have you seen the rumors? Uh, I know SB Nation, the one that covers uh, L.A., came out June 19th with an article, the rumors that the Lakers have been hold- holding secret workouts. I have not seen that. So the secret Dude. workouts are a secret to me up until this point. Right. So it's just rumors, right? But on this podcast, JJ also addressed it and said, I'm not certain, but I've also heard this. So there's a guy and be that surprised. There's a guy in LA who in his backyard has like a replica version of the Staples Center. What do you He has the I'm same sorry. locker room. So okay, he yes. What do you, you mean heard? what do you mean a replica of the Staples Center? Are we talking like a Lego replica or are we <laughs> talking like a full it size is, you can go in it. This it's guy does not, not have the Staples Center in his backyard. He has the be- he has the Staples Center in his backyard. I don't know. So he is. Um, let me pull it up here. Have um, you ever seen the movie Bench Warmers? Yes. The uh, John Levitt's character who's just like a super nerd, and like just creates like a whole baseball park for these kids to play in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's what we're talking about. Like this guy, just like loves the Lakers is obviously a freaking cajillionaire and said, eh, you know what, Staples Center driving through Malibu and all that takes like two hours on the highway. I'm just going to build Staples Center in my backyard. Hey, LeBron, why don't you come on over with so, Avery Bradley and the boys? Here here was the quote from Reddick, and thank you, J.J. Reddick, for carrying the early part of this podcast. Um, he said, Brought uh, to you by so J.J. Reddick. Simmons, you know, addressed this with him, right? And then Reddick, his exact quote was, all right, so in regards to the Lakers, I've heard similar things. Obviously, nothing has been posted on social media providing us with the evidence we need, but there is a, there is a gentleman, I think his house is in Bel Air, who has a Staples Center replica in his backyard. It's full court, locker rooms, weight rooms, steam shower, whatever you want. I have worked out there before. My assumption is those guys are working out there. That would make a lot of sense. 
what like what practical use other than like having the foresight that we're going to have a global pandemic the Lakers and LeBron James are not going to have anywhere to work out so they'll just come to my house where I have the freaking Staples Center in my backyard like he he also has a piece of the court from Inglewood okay but like for the other 10,000 days that you're on this earth what could you possibly use that for listen i don't know but JJ said he's worked out in it before. Um, there's been guys around the league that have worked That's out in it before. Insane. So this guy, obviously, he, he's probably a little bit of a clout chaser. But um, but gosh, it's it's insane. It's I would insane. Be, so honestly, though, if that was me, I would be telling everybody. Oh yeah, but do you there's know the stories no he'll have? He'll have after the quarantine's over. Like he must be signing some kind of NDAs probably daily to this place. Unbelievable. It's the same layout, man. He said it. Locker rooms, court, steam room, everything that Staples Center has, basically this guy has just in a little bit smaller form, but the court is like regulation. Good for him, man. Insane. But I I, I thought that was interesting. So, you know. That's very – I just like – I'm sure Bill Simmons jumped all over it because, like, any anti-LeBron narrative, he's just, like, always like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's 100% true, I'm sure. Where, like, yeah. everyone is, oh, you know, we don't know all the facts, but you, t- you, you talk bad about LeBron. He, he He's usually all over it, but, no, yeah. that's insane. I would love to have the Amway house, you know, the Amway Center in the backyard of my house, but, yeah, you know, I live, no. you know, in reality, unfortunately. <laughs> so let's let's talk about um this uh, the CBS article uh, that yeah. came out a few days ago. Colin Ward Henninger and Jack Maloney just kind of outlining, um, you know, the return uh, to the NBA season at Orlando and just kind of what that schedule is going to look like. So um, they've laid out, and this is all speculation. You know, j- they're reporting what they've heard. Nothing obviously has been made official by the NBA. You know, kind of like what we discussed just a few moments ago. So, um, but June 30th through July 7th is going to be in-market training camps. So people kind of go back to the city that they play in. So we're about nine days out from that, Luke. Um, so obviously if you're, you know, an Orlando Magic player that's been out of Orlando during this quarantine, you're going to be coming back. They're going to be having the training camps at that point. And then July 7th through 11th, teams will travel to Orlando. So the Magic will drive from downtown Orlando to... <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> Lake, Lake Buena Vista, I guess. Um, <laughs> once they arrive, everyone will have to stay in their rooms until they are tested negative for COVID-19 twice. And then at that point, teams will be given the go-ahead July 9th through 29th to have training camps in Orlando. July 30th through August 14th will be the seeding games or those last eight regular season games. We're looking at August 15th and 16th for those play-in tournaments that everybody knows about. The playoffs will start August 17th, August 30th, then families and uh, their guests of the teams can arrive. August 31st 31st through September 13th will be the conference semifinals, September 15th through the 28th, the conference finals, and then September 30th through October 13th, Luke, the NBA finals. Once again, this just needs to be hammered down in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. That was uh, was a mouthful for you. Yeah, I, I, uh, you know... As a kid, I went to the to the doctor because I had like a, a like a stutter, like so I sound like an idiot. So they thought I had some kind of speech impediment, but the doctor was like, "No, he, his brain is just moving faster than his mouth can, so he just sounds like a moron." So that happens to me all the time, and uh, you know I, I appreciate you pointing it out, and now everybody knows listen, how salty I am about it. But anyways, <laughs> to be fair, 
I didn't know this was a thing. No, it's all right. So, I'm, I'm not bitter it, about it at all. No, Don't no, clearly you've it. let go of that completely. But, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I just but, realized that sometimes I sound like a moron, but, you know, it's not my fault. I just have to learn to slow down when I speak. I, I Listen, I'm still learning that as well. So yeah. what I wanted to kind of talk about is kind of the, the things that you can read about this schedule and just be kind of like, oh, okay, cool. So, like, these are just the dates. This is when it's going to happen. But I think it's very important that you look and you see that Ju- July 7th through the 11th, teams are going to be dedicating that to traveling to Orlando. I love that the CBS, I mean, maybe they're right. I don't know. But the CBS article says individual workouts will be mandatory um, at this point. Or no, 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 sorry. Skip down one. Teams will either take a bus or a chartered flight to Orlando. So Orlando's taking a bus. Everyone else is taking a chartered flight. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. As like the, nobody else is taking a just bus. say Orla- the Orlando Magic will be taking a bus, <laughs> and so the Magic will but, be jogging to yeah, yeah. Walt Disney Absolutely. World. Absolutely, yeah, and um, which might be faster than driving because traffic in Orlando sucks. Anyway, Facts. um, but it's funny because it says they travel the seventh through the eleventh, right? Um, a lot of those teams, all those teams, it's only taking them a day, right, to get there. So. It says that everyone will stay in their rooms until they test negative for COVID twice. Guys, this doesn't mean they're getting their nose swabbed twice in 10 minutes. And if those both are negative, no, they have to go to the hotel, get to their room, get tested probably one afternoon, get the results the next morning. They get told, hey, you're clear, I hope. And then they do the same thing for for the next day. So these guys are in their rooms for two days. I don't know what if it's restricted. I don't I don't know. And then once families can come, which I believe is when playoffs start. If I'm it's not actually mistaken. it's actually the first after the first round of the playoffs okay. is when families and, and guest right. players can arrive. Okay, cool. So but when they come, they've got to follow the same protocol. Right. They I, I, I think later on in the article it says that. But regardless, they've got to come and they've got to test test negative twice before they can get in. Also you know they're they're going to be taking their temperature. Um, I know that you talked about um, the ring band that they're going. Yeah, we have. talked about that a, you know a little bit off air before we started the show. So like anybody that's been to Disney or stayed at one of the resorts, you get this nifty little um, wristband called a magic band that you can attach your credit card to. It's really great for getting you know in an, in your room. Um, mm-hmm. You can put your your park tickets on it, so you just have to swipe it. At the right. gates, um, like I said, you can attach your credit card to that. So if you're making purchases at one of the parks or um, at one of the resorts, you can just use that. You don't have to carry it on you. But players are also rumored to have to wear what's called a smart ring, which apparently is a ring like you wear on your finger, like you know rings do. Duh, Jonathan. Um, but I guess it is capable, like it has the possibility that it can detect COVID symptoms like one to two days before you are actually experiencing them somehow. And there also seems to be some kind of like low, like low jack tracking device in these things. Like it, it seems kind of weird, but they really want to make sure that these players are not leaving this bubble. Well, last week, Jonathan, we talked about kind of in that article and we laughed it off basically that they would do anything like this because we said the Bundesliga was doing this in their return um, to soccer. They were doing this and tracking everything. They were tracking location. They even have a snitching hotline. They do. And, and that's with the NBA, of course, which is hilarious, but I I don't know, man. I snitching snitching. 
And th- it's just crazy that they're, I guess they just kind of at this point, they're like, we want to get back so badly to basketball, get the season over with. It's a nightmare of a season. So we'll do whatever you want. So well, we'll wear these rings. You know, kind of what you and I have, you know, talked about a little bit, you know, off air is not only are we waiting for the NBA to get back, but it's like, man, we can't wait for college football. We can't mm-hmm. wait for NFL football. Now you've got the, the Cowboys and, and the Texans and, and um, you know, Tampa Bay Buccaneers players that have tested positive for coronavirus. So it's like, what the heck is going to happen with this thing? Yeah, if, if cases spike, all of that. And can we also talk about how busy the fall is going to be? Barring it's going to COVID be the best testing fall ever if we actually get sports. Best from, fall ever. From, but the, the crazy thing is, it's not even just going to be sports. Obviously, we've got the election this fall. I don't even want to think about that, man. Right. So, but it's just like you've got election season, you know, the conventions, whatever, political conventions. You've you got, got all this you got stuff. Thanksgiving. You do have that. You've got, for the first time, in a long time, if it hasn't happened, you know, already like hasn't happened before, we are going to have definitely college football during the NBA season, which for me is a dream. Yeah, that's that's like uh, I might have to actually choose between an NBA playoff game and the Gators playing football, which we all know in reality, I'm just going to have two monitors and watch both. Max. But 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 it. You know, a little inconvenience, but well, I mean, it's it fine. depends. You know, if you ask Evan Fournier, we won't even be playing basketball in in September. Did you? S- oh my goodness! So, if, if you guys are not on Twitter, you need to. So, some <laughs> establishment in France, in Paris, I'm assuming, uh, tweeted at Evan Fournier again in French. So you have to use the little translate feature on Twitter. But asked him if he would like attend some kind of event. You know, in August. And he's like, oh, he's like, you know, um, how about in September when <laughs> when I visit? And Nikola Vucevic is then tweeting at Evan in French like, oh, uh, yeah, but what if we're like still playing in September? Yeah. So Evan Fournier is basically already writing off the magic as losing in the first round of whoever they play against. That makes me feel real good, Luke, real good as a Magic fan. Hey, that kind of just reassures me of what I have said. The way the that you feel about, about Evan, Fournier. right? We That's don't have to fine. get into that. That's, we, you know. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. But you're not you wrong. You didn't have to say it. it. Yeah, our oh, our favorite boy. Stephen A. Smith meme there, but but yeah. yeah, I that that was pretty funny. But it also shows that you know, it's it's also really um, disheartening and, and sad and depressing. Actually, the fact Maybe. that our own players, well, I'm, I don't want to say our players, Evan Fournier in specific, um, thinks that we're going to get bounced in the first round. Apparently not surprised that's where his mind's at so, um but wow. yeah so i mean there's just a lot going on this fall with with sports and everything and then the real world obviously will there's a lot going on there as well um but it'll be nice jonathan to have everything back i i have no problem with my most you know biggest things in life being that i have to juggle what sporting event i'm gonna watch oh you have you have no idea i mean usually an nfl sunday what it looks like for me it looks like me sitting here. I have the NFL Sunday ticket. I usually have the Giants game on one TV. I'll have what other other game you know I'm interested on one of my other computer monitors. And then over here I'll have like the um, like the NFL Red Zone with all like the fantasy updates and stuff like that, so I can keep an eye on on that. But I also have another monitor up here. I usually have a TV on the wall, so if I can put 
uh, for you, I told you I'm going to follow the Gators this year. Put the Gators mm-hmm. up over here. Put the Magic up over here. Mm-hmm. You know, right now I can't have alcohol due to my non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. But you give me a Heineken <laughs> 0.0, and you just call it a day. Yeah, yeah. Go to church in the morning. Well, I don't even know if we'll be able to go to church. My church still isn't open. I'll right. be watching church online in the morning. <laughs> then I'll have all these other things going on. It'll be absolutely phenomenal. And at that point, the way things are looking, we're going to have baseball going on as well. So I'll have to find a way to watch my Yankees, probably on my phone. I know you they don't finally, really care about baseball, but nope. You know they finally turned a corner, though, right? Uh, I don't know. I haven't been Ish. paying as close attention to that, admittedly, as I have the you know the NFL and the NBA. You know, right. the NBA mostly. I know um, they couldn't find a deal. Uh, they couldn't strike a deal, but then they kind of came out and every, said like maybe. Every time the N- the MLB comes out and says, "Oh, we're getting close to an agreement," the the MLB Players Association says, "Nope, that's not true." So yeah, they don't really seem to be on the pay the same page. Uh, you know, to to put it lightly, but. Yeah. You know, so it is getting it back is. on NBA track, right? So I saw some article that talked Adam Silver, I guess, was just kind of spitballing. He was just throwing things up in the air and kind of thinking out loud, it felt like. But he said for the 2020-21 season, for the next season, um, he was addressing the fan situation. So I think where what he said during this call or whatever it was, the quote was basically – um, this isn't verbatim. He he said we would you know could we could try with protocol getting like twenty twenty five percent capacity if we can get like five thousand fans in the arena. Um, I think that would be fine. That would be good that we could just get some life in the arena. So <laughs> hopefully, please, please God, hopefully. Please. I just I know wonder... I ask for a lot all the time, <laughs> but just but add this onto the list. I don't. I would like to see like for instance. How many percent, like, what's the percentage of Magic fans, for instance, that are, that go to the games that are, like, in the arena that take up, like, the season ticket holder roles? Right. So, I wonder what percent, because you got to think they get first dibs, right? Oh, definitely. And I don't know what the percentage is. I, I don't even want to ballpark it, because I'll probably make myself sound dumb. I have no idea how many percent of fans in the arena are season ticket holders. The good news about that is I'm sure that a lot of them won't want to go to the games under these circumstances um you know uh just from the experience of who i you know have seen Mm -hmm. a lot of season ticket holders are um but um you tell me what you need me to do to be at one of those games i don't i literally would wear a hazmat suit (laughs) i i i promise on everything that i love i am (laughs) dead serious if they said you need to wear a hazmat suit I yeah. would show up to the Amway Center in a hazmat suit to watch the Orlando Magic play. Just find a way that I can still, you know, drink my Dr. Pepper, you know, eat mm-hmm. e- eat my popcorn and the Dippin' Dots and the, you know, the uh, Cold Stone and all that good stuff. The, the, the roasted the almonds delicious, if you haven't del- had them. Oh, man. Oh, oh. Oh, don't even get me started. Oh, Just so good. A way to shove my face with a hazmat suit on. I'm obviously, you know, preferably a way to go to the bathroom also. Uh, without having mm, to completely, you're asking take that for off. a little much there. But we're getting into the weeds here. But I would, I would literally like. I miss being in the Amway Center so bad. I would wear just about anything. Yeah. No, I I'm with outside you. of I mean, a Kyle Lowry jersey. I will not do that. I refuse mm, to do that. Probably actually. not. Probably not. Um, you might convince me if it is a uh, gold themed one, the OVO. But other than that, probably not. Um, oh, buddy, here we go. 
<laughs> we're we're just gonna pretend that you didn't say that. We're just gonna Listen. keep it moving here. Well, you know, I I, I can. I mean, I like Drake, but I I would never I, ever ever wear a Kyle Lowry. Uh, it's not that jersey. I like Drake. I don't. He can't decide on which accent he has. I, there's a lot of things about Drake. I mean, I don't OVO know I like. is like synonymous with Drake. Well, yes, yes, but it, it's not the. That's like that's, OVO. that's like saying you know I'm not I'm not a big Michael Jordan fan, but you know I'll wear Jordans. So what I'm saying uh, here, he, ladies and gentlemen, Luke just removed the mic from it, and he is currently holding it in his hand like he's Drake. <laughs> no, anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying to you is I like the gold design of those All jerseys. Right. Okay. I don't care about Drake. I, I want don't my care about with OVO. The I just like the gold arrow pointing up. I think those jerseys are pretty sick. All right. Regardless. Well, I'll 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 be in my uh, electric blue with the white pinstripes. That's 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 what I what I think is swag. So I, I'm not happy wore to that decide. today actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways. Regardless, Jonathan, um I Listen, need basketball. We, I need Adam sports. Silver, if you are listening, I'm taking the mic out. I'm taking the mic out. <laughs> Adam Silver, if you are listening, we are talking about Drake and the Raptors uniforms. That's how badly we need something to talk about. We, Get it done. We do. We do. We I know magic basketball. We're just kind of the, the way this goes, transparency fully with listeners. The way the week goes is Jonathan and I and I just pray that the NBA breaks some news of some sort via Even Twitter. Even Sunday morning, we're like, please, we don't have anything yeah. to talk about and tonight. Please, something we, happen. We need anything. So that's kind of where we're at. But, Jonathan, the good news is we're a little over a month away, finally, from seeing a basketball game being played. It is June 21st. The season resumes July 30th. That date is ingrained in my head right now. We're so close, but it feels so far. Well, in-market training camps start in nine days, so I've got to think that we're going to start to get at least maybe some video footage of guys working out, which at this point, like, other than, you know, they posted a few weeks ago, it was just videos of Vooch just doing, like, post moves and stuff. I I need a little bit more than that. I need, like, some shooting drills, um, some dunks. I need Markel Fultz shooting. I need that. If Markel Fultz comes (laughs) back and is hitting three-pointers, my family will not be able to find me. I'll I will I will be out in the middle of the desert somewhere cuz I would have lost my mind at that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If that happens, my personal experience of coronavirus was worth it. <laughs> I'm not saying as a whole because I know that would just be an irresponsible and idiotic and terrible thing to say, but my own personal uh-huh. coronavirus experience up to this point would have been well worth it if Markel Fultz comes back shooting Jay's and like he's Dame Lillard. Please, please, if end market training camps are coming back, can can we get someone to sign a dotted line somewhere, somehow, in the next week? Just make this all official. Make the dates official. It feels like it's a done deal because I feel like otherwise these dates wouldn't be leaked as much as they are. They have such precise dates. Just sign it. Make it official. I don't know what we're waiting on anymore. Um, we're so close. I feel like it could be any moment. I want to ask you before we end here. Um, all this is like good news, right? That the NBA is coming back. But what is the one thing that you are going to be like sad, even as all this stuff kind of transpires that we're not getting? That we're not getting out of what the NBA? Just it could be it could be the NBA. It could be the Magic. Just like 
something that's like, yeah, all this stuff is great, but anything? Because mm. the, thir- the, the thing that comes to mind is all of this is great, mm-hmm. but I was planning on September getting yeah. some Chuma Okiki updates. <laughs> and now I'm going to be, you know, halfway to, to 28 years old at that point. Right. Yeah. You know, no, I don't. I don't know if I have any and anything. But I think if they would have gone a different route, like if they would have gone group stages route right. or jump right into the playoffs route, um, my anything but would have been. I'm very grateful that the NBA is coming back, but I'm irritated that the Magic aren't going to get a fair shot that they were going to get prior to the season ending, the first, the second time really because you have All Star break than what we had there. So. Um, I think that would have been my anything, but, but right now, Jonathan, I can say, you know, obviously I can get on board with hoping I'd get Chumo Kiki updates, but, um, I can get on board with, with what's going on right now. I am on board and I just want it back. I want it. I want basketball so bad. And, you know, it's crazy. We're, we're three months removed from the time this all ended. We brought, we really did. Like, I, I don't know if people understand this, but I actually brought Luke on the podcast to talk about the Orlando Magic. Which like, that was a real thing that was the plan for to happen. Yeah, it was. It was the plan. And I think maybe Magic Basketball has consisted of like 30% of our conversation during this. We'd be lucky talking, if it was that high. We're talking about NBA basketball, which, yeah, we, we've spent some time talking about with the Orlando Magic and how things the format would would benefit them or wouldn't benefit them but other than that man we we did our grind of the Dinwiddie Cup pretty immediately after I came on and then the rest of this has just been kind of like I said we are just praying for news every May week I so have that we can some have something. more just yep. every day just you know begging <laughs> for anything it's it's every day Anyways, guys, we're, we're doing our best here. We appreciate you guys hanging in there. We're going to wrap this week's episode up. Unless, Luke, you have any last words for the folks at home? Nope. Just uh, happy Father's Day to those that are listeners that are fathers. Um, you know, your your effort that you put forth definitely doesn't go unnoticed, I'm sure, around your family. Um, so, yeah, just happy Father's Day to you guys. Absolutely. Let them know, Luke. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Six Man Show. For Luke, this has been Jonathan, and we will catch you guys next time. See ya! Thanks for listening to The Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!